1: Hello, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Dori Shafrir. And I am Kate Spencer. And we are not experts. We are just two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability.
0: And please remember, we are not experts, we're just podcast hosts, and we really always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a doctor
1: and or a mental health professional as needed. And if you want to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390, and our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. Text us, call us, write us.
0: We love it all. (laughs) (laughs) You love those texts. You know, the other night I got a text from a listener. I have to respond. But th- they were just like, hey, Kate, I was just thinking of you. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, my gosh. It was really cool. So thank you. Thank you very much for the text message. It's a real treat. That's... Every time it pops up, I'm like, oh, right. I forgot that I've arranged for us to get text messages now.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's so
0: nice. So nice. You know what else is nice story? What? going to Target. Yes. That's all. I went to Target. I have not been to a Target in, Uh, let's see, March, April, May, June, July, five months.
1: Wow. Target has been like my, my COVID happy place. I would say I go twice a month. For essentials? Yeah. Like, well, because I have to, there's prescriptions that we have there that can't be delivered. Um, and so I go there to pick them up. And then while I'm there, I pick up some things that we need. And then there's just like other things that I end up getting picked up there. I do, I I do a lot of online ordering from there, but I will also go and shop. And I do also do the drive up.
0: I have done the drive up once at Target. I I have like shopped, at Target since this pandemic, but mm-hmm. I have not been inside of one. Uh, I went inside like a mini one to buy some disinfectant. But this was like, I returned something that we had ordered. Mm. And then I, then I got a basket. And then I like strolled for a hot second, which maybe you're not supposed to do, but I did. Mm-hmm. I went to the makeup area and just like kind of looked or like it just I was like, oh, remember this, this feeling? Yeah, like, this like browsing and just like the air the air conditioning and the like yeah the joanna Gaines furniture section yeah earth and home or something i forget what it's called yeah dust and wood i don't know it felt it it, at first i was like oh my gosh target and then like by the end i was like oh my god target's annoying and exhausting and like (laughs) get me the hell out of target Uh, yeah but i did it i went to a target i'm proud of you it felt like there it was interesting because I, I do feel like the idea of browsing, that kind of like browsing shopping, I used to do it to kind of like zone out, yeah, to relax, to relax. Yeah, you know, and and that's not the way it is anymore, And I also love grocery shopping pre-pandemic.: Yeah, so it was weird to be in a store where you just kind of could like stroll the aisles and mm. and almost imagine what that used to be like.
1: Yes, that's exactly how I feel. I think I talked about this on here for you our our you did, coronavirus yes. podcast. <laughs> um but yeah, I feel the exact same way.
0: So, thank you to Target. Yeah. Writing um, <laughs> that home for me. Um Dora, Dora, I did also want to mention that a couple of days ago I took a an online Zoom workshop and it was called Engaging in Difficult Conversations. Uh-huh. It was put, put on by Aware LA um, and specifically White People for Black Lives. And it was really great. And I have to be honest, I was nervous. We did breakout rooms. We did role playing because the whole point of it is um, to kind of learn tools and then practice them Um that allow you to really have and stay in and stay present in like challenging conversations specifically about race with other white people. Cool. It was really like this. It was really great. I I actually really learned a lot and it was um, very empowering. So if anyone is looking to do something like that, they're offering them a lot this month and we will link to, to that on our website. Um, But I wanted to give that, give them a recommendation. I thought it was really helpful. It was 90 minutes on a Tuesday night, and it was great. That sounds awesome. And I role-played with somebody in Palo Alto and someone in Texas. No way. Yeah, those are my breakout room buddies. Wait, that's so cool. uh, Let me tell you, the second the room, like, we went to the breakouts, I was like, I can't role-play over Zoom with people like this. With strangers. (laughs) With strangers. I was like, I can't. I'm scared. And then it was great and everybody was it was just it was actually genuinely helpful in figuring out how to manage those conversations so oh, that's
1: so cool
0: recommend anyway that's what I've been up to how are you
1: um you know I'm okay I I'm working with um an outside editor for my book someone who doesn't work at the publishing house that's publishing it um and I sent a draft to her yesterday. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, then we had a good phone conversation about it today. <laughs> One thing that I said to her was, she, you know, because she's like asking me if there's stuff I want her to focus on and how I'm feeling about it and blah, blah. And I was like, well, you know, it needs more words. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, anywhere you, you, you think that I could like add some words, that would be great. And she was like, okay, noted. <laughs> Um, but that's, that's helpful. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's like, it's, it's too short right now. Um, so I, I actually do need needs at least, I don't know. I need like 10,000 words. Okay. Okay. I need to find 10,000 words somewhere. All right. They're hiding somewhere. They're hiding somewhere. But you know, I'm feeling like mildly hopeful. I am feeling like it's in good hands of someone who is just going to like whip it into shape and and help me like really hold my hand. I I realized I needed more hand holding than I thought mm. um, for this book and I think she is going to really hold my hand through this. So I'm like kind of looking forward to that. And then she also told me, she's like, do not think about the book for the next week and a half. Like the we have to turn it into my actual editor on September 1st. So she's like, you know, the, whatever, five or six weeks between the time that I finished reading and you have to turn it like, she's like, those are gonna be really intense. So take yeah. this next week and a half and just don't think about it and clear your mind. And if you think of anything, write it down, but like, just try to not work on it. And I was like, okay. Um, which is good because I think, in the last few months, even on the days that I haven't been working on it, I've been thinking about it so much and just, and then like feeling guilty that I'm not working on it. And she kind of gave me permission to just like not work on it, (laughs) you know? Good, Dory. Yeah. Take some time. Yeah. So I'm just gonna kind of not. Just wash your face, play Animal Crossing, and yeah, and hang out with Henry. That will be my life for the next okay. week and a half. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's what's been going on. I mean the the book is supposed to come out next spring, so we're on a especially for book publishing, we are on a very compressed timeline right now. So so. So there's going to be some
0: intense moments coming up is what I'm hearing.
1: There will probably be some intense moments coming up, but I will try to spare you from the intensity.
0: <laughs> I welcome. I welcome them okay. because you know what? I'll, I'll have, I'll be able to reciprocate intense moments down the line. Great. Don't worry.
1: I look forward to it.
0: <laughs> I'll store some up and drop them off in front of your doorstep.
1: <laughs> um, Kate, you had a question. Yeah. You know, I'm curious. What do
0: people do who choose to remove their body hair? What do you do besides shaving, if you shave at all, or wax, or laser? You know, I um, I love the podcast Be There in Five, hosted by Kate Kennedy. And yes. Kate Kennedy is a big advocate of VEAT, hair mm, removal, mm-hmm. cream, which listening to her talk about it I immediately was taken back to like when I first started shaving my legs I was like 10 I was pretty young and like the first thing I did was use an electric razor and then the second thing I did I think was use like nair and I can just still kind of remember that chemical smell and I think I imagine like the hair removal technology has come a long way Mm. and I'm also like I'm also, I like to spend times of my life not removing my hair, but I just was curious. I was just curious about how people remove their hair off the different parts of their bodies.
1: Yeah. Um, v Nair. Remember Nair?
0: Of course I remember Nair. And, and, and like, this is a conversation I'm having with my oldest child a bit as she kind of, you know she's rides that train towards puberty. These yeah. are things we're talking about, about more. And like, you know, I was explaining to her, like, there have been times in my life where I've shaved my knuckle hair, where I dyed my knuckle hair, because I was so self-conscious about it. And I was just thinking about these things, like, what are your hair practices? What have been your hair removal journeys? Mm. How about hair, hair ex, body hair acceptance and celebration? Mm-hmm. I just, just, you know, like, I sometimes really try to make myself not shave my armpits for months at a time, but I still shave my toes like all the time.
1: Oh, that's so funny you know I shaved i've been I've been shaving my legs once every like six to eight weeks and I just shaved them again uh, a couple days ago and i I do I mean I've said this before i I like a newly shaved leg. <laughs> but then i love a smooth leg i love a yeah. smooth leg but then i'm like i'm not compelled to make the effort to shave them regularly because like why <laughs> yeah i mean truly why and um
0: you know like i i it's it's interesting to me watching my own self evolve with certain practices like some things i stopped doing and other things i cling to you know like the shaving of the toes, mm-hmm. but like my eyebrows, I don't even I don't even think about my eyebrows anymore. And I used to be very obsessive about tweezing and plucking and cutting and all that stuff. So I just was it just is on the forefront of my brain. It kind of stemmed from Kate's Instagram feed and podcast and talking to my own children about it, and you know they're noticing parts of their bodies and 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 you know we were going through that kind of stuff at my house without without saying too much about my kids' lives because you know they are people, yeah who want privacy. <laughs> yeah, But it's ah, just, you know, fill me in. Fill me in, listeners. What do you do? Do you wax yourself? Do you use an
1: epilator? I don't even quite
0: know what that is, but I bought one.
1: Um, my understanding was always that they were very painful, but... Yeah, I've tried to use it and it hurts and then I stopped. Yeah, because I think they, their whole thing is that they rip the hair out by the root.
0: Yes, and then I watched a video today about them and it was like, the first time's the worst. Then it gets better. And I was oh, like, oh, uh, if you have to make a video that says this right. epilator <laughs> brand, uh, like that's not reassuring. No. But yeah, I think they it's ripping the hair out yeah. of you. And then then you're like, what the fuck am I doing this for? Yeah. Like, what systems am I am I participating in here? On that note, Tori. <laughs> Should we take a break? <laughs> Let us pause. Okay, touch our smooth legs, and we'll be brb. <laughs> okay. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to
1: challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast Okay, we have returned, and we have a voicemail. We do. This is a uh,
0: listener responding to kind of your. Um, I don't want to say rant. What? What would you call your your mm. you expressing your feelings about people not taking coronavirus seriously? Diatribe. <laughs> How about it? Okay. Anyway, they this doctor is on your side. Oh,
1: great! I love that.
2: Hey y'all, I'm out for a walk, so sorry if there's background noise, but I am calling in with a bit of a rant and with the hopes of somewhat dispelling this magical thinking that seems to be surrounding COVID 19 that if you're young and healthy, it's not going to affect you. Um, I'm an ER doc, and I can tell you that's 100% untrue. I've put a number of 20 somethings on ventilators, I've had 20 somethings who needed to be put on ECMO where they run your blood through a machine to oxygenate it because the lungs are too damaged to do so themselves. And I know that you want me to tell you that these people were diabetic or they had horrible asthma or something else that would make them different from you, but that's not true. These were young, healthy people. Their youth does give them a higher survival chance, but still this is gonna be you know, weeks, if not months of recovery for them. And let me paint a picture for you of what being in the hospital with COVID-19 looks like. Your family can't visit you. You really don't even get the nurses visiting you very much because it requires so much PPE to do so that they have to conserve it. When people do visit you, the medical staff, they're wearing respirators. It's really hard to hear them. And especially if you're in the ICU, you're basically just behind glass with people looking at you while you lie in bed hooked up to a ventilator for days, weeks, et cetera. This is rare in 20-somethings, but unfortunately, in my personal experience, it hasn't been that uncommon or that surprising. And even if you are one of the more normal cases where you get COVID-19 and you just feel crappy, you're gonna feel really crappy, potentially for weeks. I have so many patients every day coming into the hospital who are like, I'm short of breath, I have chest pain, I can barely get out of bed. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, I can't do anything for you. And you're going to feel that way for the next two to three weeks. So absolutely, please continue social distancing and do it because you care about people who have comorbidities, people who are older than you, people's grandparents, but do it for yourself too, if that's what motivates you, because this disease doesn't care how old you are. It, it just doesn't discriminate. Okay, that's all.
1: Wow. What the doctor said. Yes. My goodness. What
0: the doctor said, period. Yeah. Thank you I mean, for that. That's it. Thank you for that. Yeah. I mean, I thank you for listening. Yeah. And I really appreciate you sharing your experiences with, with us and our listeners. And uh, Yeah, this do, this is not this disease does not fuck around. No, it doesn't. Pardon my swearing, but geez Louise.
1: Yeah. Take care
0: of yourselves, everybody. Mask it up and and stay away from everyone.
1: Yes, thank you.
0: <sighs> and and thank you for all you are are doing. Yes, ER thank doctor you, listener. ER thank, doc. Th- thank you so much, and your colleagues and anyone out there. Just not everyone, but anyone, <laughs> anyone who is t- touching this illness in any way. Thank yeah. you for all you're doing. <sighs> We're grateful.
1: We're very grateful. Well. Switching gears, yes. extremely. Yes, um, although kind of. It's it's uh it's it's, it's of unrelated. Unre- yeah, I was gonna say it's not unrelated. Talking weddings. Yes. All right. Here we
0: go.
3: Hi, Kate and Dory. This is Haley. I don't know if my last voicemail went through or not, so I'm trying again. I think my phone died. Um. I need your advice. We, my fiance and I, um, are getting married on December in December of this year. And, yeah, the uncertainty is really tough. Um, no matter what we've decided, we're getting married that day. Um, but we went ahead and asked a lot of people for their addresses um, for Save the Date. And Um, last month we decided we would at least cut the list in half in order to, um, celebrate safely. Um, most people don't know yet, and I'm not sure what the etiquette is, um, for those people, you know, I did communicate this to a few friends, a couple reacted, you know, great. A couple did not. And so I think my mind is in just a tizzy of, of how people are going to react. Um, so I think I could just use your advice on what is the most thoughtful and kind way to communicate with our friends and family um, during this time, because everything is just really up in the air and uncertain, um, as it should be. Thanks. So much. You guys really bring a lot of joy to my day. Um, It feels like I have two best friends um, kind of talking me through stuff. Um, So yeah, what's the etiquette? (laughs) Thanks. Bye.
0: Hmm. Well, first I say, I would say no one knows what the etiquette is because I don't think we've ever done this before. Yeah. So, it is okay not to know how to go about doing this, because who's had to do this? Right,
1: right. Good point, Kate. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> I mean, my gut is you're just. I would say you you cut people and then you set up a Zoom. You set up a way for people to participate
1: and not. Oh my be there. God! I thought you. <laughs> thought you meant set up a zoom to tell people that like they weren't coming (laughs) oh god no like a like a wedding disinvitation (laughs) zoom yes i was like oh my god that sounds horrible (laughs) (laughs) No, i'm glad that that is not what you were suggesting no i meant set up a way for people to participate i like that a lot i think i think you don't have to go into great detail about like why you're doing this I, it's not It's not up for negotiation. You know, like, it's not like you're saying, you, you don't have to say to your friends, like, well, you know, I've been really struggling with this. I've been thinking about it a lot. I'm just really worried about both. No, you just say, this is what we've decided. The end. Mm-hmm. And, and also... Uh,
0: Check me on this, but the listener said they collected addresses, but they did not send the save the dates or did they send them? Already? I
1: was not clear on that. It's, I, I believe they have not sent the save the dates, but that, so like, but that the collecting, my, my, my assumption was that the collecting of the addresses signaled to people that a save the date was coming.
0: Sure. Which is, I, I get, that's how we operate in Wedding Brain. Of course, if you ask somebody for their address, they're now expecting it. So if you are worried about that part, I mean, look, you don't owe anybody anything. Number one, you haven't invited anyone right. to your wedding. Even if you had, you still don't owe anyone anything. But I think it, you could also, if you wanted to do something and you had the the budget, you could send a, a a card invite to your digital wedding experience or like point people to the website where they can watch the wedding or leave a video toast or something. I think That's you can really come sweet. up sweet. If you want people to still be, you know, if this is important to you, you could come up with a way for people to still participate and be included. You could even send the, you know, an invitation for a digital experience and then send your invites to the people who you want to be there in person. And then, and that's just it. And if people have a problem with it, you know what? Like, hopefully it's something they deal with on their own and move on from.
1: Yeah, and you know what? You don't have to be the one to manage their feelings about it. Yes. Amen. So. All right. Um I congratulations. think Congratulations. And congratulations. All right. We're gonna take a short break and we will be right back.
0: You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older.
1: Okay, we're back with an interesting dilemma. Hi, Cat and Dore, this listener writes. I have a quandary
0: that I'd love your opinion on. Would you continue to support a female-owned small business if you became aware that they support a problematic political figure? We've used a local female photographer for maternity, newborn, and family portraits in the last two years. It recently became apparent that we have opposing political views. I absolutely love the photos she's taken of my family, and I'm all for supporting a woman and a small business. She is kind and professional during photo sessions, and although I don't know her super well on a personal level, I do know that she performs a large amount of local community service. It's obviously unrealistic to never work or interact with people from an opposing political political party. However, knowing that she would vote for this person has put a bad taste in my mouth. I've already paid a 50% deposit for a photo session in the fall. What would you do?
1: Um, I would cancel it. (laughs) That's what I would do. (laughs) What would you do?
0: Would you, would you tell the person while you're canceling it? if they asked yeah and and what if money is like this listener already put 550% down do you just would eat the deposit
1: i would try to get the deposit back and i should say that this advice is only if you um feel let's see, but here's the thing though like well she's put the 50% down so she's either going to Cancel and get the deposit back. Cancel and not get the deposit back, or do the session where she'll still have to pay another the other the other fifty percent. Right? That's right. Um, so I would say if you can afford to forfeit the deposit, I think this is a thing where you walk away. Okay. You disagree? I hear it no, in your I voice. Don't- <laughs> I don't
0: I don't know if I do. I I I mean uh, this email is vague about what political party and yeah. who the candidate, you know, so yeah. I don't I don't want to make assumptions, you know, I I think we all Like, I think if you didn't want to cancel the session, the way I have the way I have, like, if this has happened in my I've never been in this experience. And I I worry that what I'm saying sounds like a cop out. And I want to preface this by saying this is something I'm working on because I I fear confrontation so deeply that I've oftentimes like compromised my values because I'm so afraid of confrontation. And that is something that I'm really like having a personal reckoning with and working on. So not to make this all about myself, but I do think like if you didn't want to cancel the photo shoot and you've already paid for it, I would find a way to make a difference in a positive direction. Like, for example, supporting the opposite, you know, sending a donation to the candidate of your mm. choice. That is,
1: you know, like I would. That's interesting. I, and
0: now I, I am also not opposed to canceling it. You know, I, I think I think you we vote with our money. We got an interesting voicemail that we're going to end on that I was, I'm was i excited to answer.
1: Okay, here we go. Hi, guys. This is
3: Jeff from New Hampshire. I am stuck in traffic near Portsmouth because it's the summer and everybody's out. It's not the pandemic, but cool. Anyway, not why I'm calling. Um, I was just listening to an episode um, and you talked about a product that you got. It got me thinking about a logistical question about the podcast. How do you guys decide? who get what product to try or do you both get a sample? Um, I don't know why it popped into my head, but it did. And it, I wonder those little things. So just wondering, thanks for another great episode um, with Caroline Hirons. I will be buying that book and um, I won't hear from you in real life, but I'll see you guys soon. All right. Bye.
1: Ah, um, Yes. In case you all didn't, get this from the episode. We are both obsessed with Caroline Hirons' book and with Caroline Hirons. so get her book. Um yeah her book's great. To answer your question, listener, we usually both get products. If
0: if a company has reached out to us and said, like could you would you like to try this lotion, we will ask that they send it To each of us.
1: Yeah. Especially now, like maybe before we would have been able to like share something, but like now we're not sharing anything. Yes. Um, so, yeah.
0: So that would, that would be for anything like a, like a press send. Um, and then for stuff where like, we just want to try something and we buy it ourselves. We just, we just individually buy what we want to try. Yeah. I don't think we've ever both bought a product to try together have
1: we and why haven't we should we um a really long time ago we bought the the hanacure masks remember Oh yeah and we did them on instagram that was i do remember it was
0: fun one day we'll be together again i know i think like often what does happen is um like for example dory had her coq10 serum and i that she liked. And then I went out and bought it to try. Like we do a lot of that. And and in that case, we buy it with our, the money that the business of the podcast gives us. So it's for work. Yeah. I hope that answers your question.
1: Yeah. Great question. I love, I love pod sausage. (laughs) I know me too. Me too. Like send us your pod sausage questions. (laughs) Yeah. And if you're wondering
0: like, how do companies reach out to us? Oftentimes it's just over email or sometimes over Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Or for example, a a a company will get wind of the fact that we've mentioned them on the podcast and then reach out to us, which is always fun. Yes, yes, yes. So we we appreciate that. It's a real
1: real perk of podcasting. Yeah. (sighs) All right, hmm. Dory. Twas a pleasure. Twas truly a pleasure. Look forward to talking to you again next week. Um. Same. And yeah. Thanks, listeners. We'll be here. Okay. Bye. Bye.